Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Podcast that's more unpredictable than your exit last call. Get ready for all the takes that you didn't know you wanted or needed. Now here's your hosts, John, Mike, and Jimmy, the Fantasy Hotheads. And we're back. All right. Fantasy Playoffs Week 1 going down. We have an actual inter-podcast uh, duel going on right now. Myself versus Mike. I'm going to shit cannon. Mari Cooper actually gave me a little bit of uh, life on Thursday. 17 and a half points to yeah, start. That's he, not bad. No, well, he had one and a half going into the fourth quarter. I was so, so excited. Until garbage time still counts. And uh, before we go any further, we have some very special guests with us tonight. Today, this today. afternoon. Whatever. Uh, we have... Part of our podcast family, the guys from Welcome to the Show, Manny and CT. Welcome to the chaos that is the Hotheads sitting in with us, and uh, very happy to have you. Thank you. What's up? We uh, <laughs> <laughs> well done. nice Budweiser commercial there. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> we uh, we just we just finished uh, recording an episode of their movie podcast, the replay. So you guys should definitely go and check out. Uh, the Point Break the episode. Break. We did, we did Point Break, which um, I didn't even realize we were recording until about 35 minutes into the recording. <laughs> <laughs> so there may, may or not may or may not have been some fan fiction about me and Brad Pitt in there. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there is. Love you, Brad. Oh, man. Uh, so we're going to get back in there, man. So you're in the heat of it now. This is what it all comes down to. The weeks and weeks of mock drafting, the months of agony over lineups and free agents and trades that should have happened and didn't happen and all that bullshit has come down to these next three weeks and if you're lucky it's only the next only the next two weeks i'm lucky in some leagues not the least that matter so here we are boys where are we at going into week 14 14. week 14 how did this happen it just happens. I, I remember that's, that's what happens. July fourth week. I remember pulling the lottery for for our draft, and now we're talking about fantasy playoffs, which is it's it a whirlwind, quick. man. It's, it a, it's a whirlwind. Absolutely. And then we have to go back to real life. But now we have to now we have to prepare. Everything you've done up to this point was for now, right? So you have to make it through. It's it's three more weeks, and you make it work for some of you. For some of us, yeah. Sorry, Jimmy. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Oh. So for it's, your own, it's, your, it's your own damn fault. You sat Jared Goff for Can Nick Foles you know in a win right. or go home game. You All put right. in Nick Chicken Wing Foles. <laughs> like, dude, this guy literally every time he has been given the reins and said, "This is your team," not come in for somebody. Like when he when he comes off the bench and he's the savior. Yeah, he's fucking great. He's Jesus Christ superstar. But when you put him in there and you say, "This is your franchise. This is your team," he fucking folds, dude. dude. He, he folds Jared, and gets hurt. Jared Goff is going up against Arizona. So it's the division matchup against the so glad between you like two. the twenty seventh ranked defense overall. I was so confused by the move, but so happy at the same you time. You should have seen the amount of shit I broke when I looked at your lineup in the morning and saw that you had Nick fucking Foles in your lineup. <laughs> Oh, my my wife's like I'm gonna take the kids pumpkin picking. I'm like, Get them out of the house! Like I was so, like how you went, dude? Not you, you dude. You, you fucking simple Jack over here. We, we, we talked about it on the show. Jared you went simple Jack. Jack. Yeah, simple Jack. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, you never Honestly, go full. You never go. I, I full. wanted to drop Jared Goff three weeks before that game even. And why didn't so, you drop him? I don't know. There's because people can take. You don't know like, There was seven guys on waivers up and started him against him. That's for sure. There's seven guys on waivers that would have been better options than Nick. Foles. Well, I hope both of them get in a plane crash. Holy buddy. Ooh, welcome to the Hotheads podcast, wow. boys. Jesus. Yeah. What? So how did Nick Foles ever win a suit? How did he win that Super Bowl? Like how? Because no pressure, man. He was just the backup that nothing was riding on. He just came in there. Everything was gravy. And then all of a sudden, everybody, everybody on that Eagles team just played their best that they've ever played in their career at the right time. And that's what you want, dude. That's what you really, when you put a team together, 
especially with the, with the salary cap, you just hope that these guys outplay their contracts. If everybody on that team did, exactly. it was it was. Oh, I hate to say this, it was a team of destiny. That team was a team of destiny. There's no way that they should have been where they were, and they were. I mean. And the last two years have proven that. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, none, none of those guys has really played up to that, to that injuries, level though. before. There's been a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. Well, I mean, that, you that's happens. That's, you that's, can't that's, use injuries as an excuse yeah. in the NFL. It happens to everybody. I mean, it's poor it, it is what it is. That's, like you're, you're relying on a, on, a, on a 99-year-old wide receiver because he's so fast he can get behind defenses. And, and, a, and a fat wide receiver who who just can't stay healthy, and neither and, one of them can stay healthy. And another one that can't catch the ball. Right? And, exactly. Another guy I watched, can't catch the ball. I watched going, Aguilar's first touchdown. Yeah. Fuck that. I watched it. Has line. he caught one since? Who's, Has he caught a ball since? Nelson Aguilar's first ah. touchdown pass. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see that video about Aguilar? The the guy catching yes. babies. Yes. Yeah. Right after he like Aguilar. Catch. Oh, like, <laughs> like Aguilar. <laughs> that was spectacular. He was over at Chicken and Pete's like a week after that happened. It was. He's selling T-shirts, but him catching a baby, so not like Aguilar. Not like Aguilar. <laughs> Smart guy. That's perfect. Capitalize right. on your five minutes, bro. That's it, dude. So yes. I'm an idiot. It's fine. I'm out. It's my own fault. You're an Eagles fan, and I'm an Eagles fan. Oof. And that that just proves that that's where we're at now. I mean, like your entire fantasy season, and we've talked about this before on the show, can come down to one decision that you've made throughout the so year. So let's let's you know we just we just spent how long panning on Jimmy? All like right? three minutes, dude. You you spent two years panning on me. That's all right. True. Well, I was just about to pan on both of us, right? So like you and I are not in the playoffs in the league where we share a team. Oh, don't bring it up. Because we sat Aaron Rodgers the week that he scores seventy five points. Seventy three yeah. points. Wow. Guess who we started? CT. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. He had a great. He had a great game. He still scored twenty eight. Yeah, twenty eight. Was almost thirty. What, I think. What matchup was this? Miami. Miami. It was. We decided to go with Josh Allen against Miami instead of Aaron Rodgers versus the Raiders, and it just we lost us. both those points if, by less than the differential between Rodgers and Allen. If we won Allen. those two games, which we would have hands down, yeah. seventy five points. I mean, you know, most fantasy you get seventy five points out of one player. Dude, you most fantasy teams win. score even in a PPR league. You're talking about a hundred and forty points is Max, a good week, yeah. for, right? Yeah, that, that's. A, to, to get a win in our league this year, you got to average around 120 to 20, 125 to exactly pretty much get a Except for me when I score 155 three weeks in a row and lose all three games. And my, Miami was in that game, too. It wasn't even like... Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why he scored so he many He had points. a terrible game going into the, the second half of the was, third quarter. He did, yeah. Oh, man. That game. Well, I thought talking. this guy was going to drive up to North Jersey and stab me in the throat. That's, that's <laughs> how bad of a game he had. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers is on his fourth touchdown in the, by the halftime. which was like, oh, my God. But, but Miami's playing. I was like, they came out to play football. Yeah. All of a sudden, last week, they were the laughing stock. Not to, last to week, start it's been this, the last couple. Yeah, last they were the laughing stock to start the year, and they're playing hard football. I mean, unlike the Giants, my Giants yeah. just fucking suck balls. They're, they're a team that, despite every effort of their front office, they just, the guys are going. Listen, we, you wanted us to be practice squad. Cool. Now we want us to play. Now we're gonna play. So yeah, yeah the front game. office can have a plan, right? Yeah. And the coaching staff can have a plan. But these guys are playing. These guys are playing right. for their contracts yeah. and their livelihoods. Right. So they're not gonna be like, oh, go out there and suck. No. Oh man, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get paid next this year. This may be the only opportunity that I have to get started. Devontae Parker was all but out. No, bitch. I'm not solo him. This is preseason for Devontae. This is preseason Devontae Parker, dude. Only this is he plays he balls out absolutely through the fucking ceiling when shit don't matter. <laughs> like the first half of the season, where was Devontae Parker? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Hmm. I mean, quite honestly, and this is a, this is a, he was playing. Listen, <laughs> Eagles don't have any zero people that can stop the defense. This back. this is a guy that drives me crazy. He's a guy with. I mean, the, the ability's never been the question with Devontae Parker. You could tell, like, just his metrics and everything, his size, his speed, his hands, like, his route running, everything is off the charts with this kid. But then when it comes to regular season, it's just like, <laughs> see you later. Like, what do you, you, you wouldn't even be wide receiver three on the Patriots right now, and they stink. Oh, man. Like, he wouldn't crack the, the Eagles starting lineup. 
and Michael Thomas has more catches and yards than their whole wide receiving core. Mm-hmm. Like, it, but now all of a sudden, Devontae Parker is Devontae Parker, like, 3.0, I guess. I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's He plays his best when it doesn't matter. When and it doesn't matter. Now now that these games mean shit for the Dolphins, man, I mean, since week six they haven't meant anything, but he, he's they're balling gonna be, out. They're going to be picking in the top five no matter what. Yeah. You know, at this point it's a race to the bottom. We'll see what the Bengals decide to do this week. I don't know. Just 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 look at some of the teams, right? So Falcons are three and nine. They're three and nine. Jets are four and eight. The, yeah. Whole bunch of teams four and eight. And There's, now they play the Jets. I think they'll win this week. Just five or six. They're going to win this week. Le'Veon Bell's is out this yep. week, apparently. Yes. Um, yes. Who else is out? That, that's, a whole bunch of people are out this week. That's a um, that's a <laughs> that's a fantasy murder right there. You know, you stick with Le'Veon Bell, and it, like he has brilliant plays, and he has like non-existent weeks. And you're like, all right, I somehow scraped and clawed and got to the playoffs. Come on, Bell. We're going to shine. Not going to And this is the game you wanted him. You yeah. wanted Le'Veon Bell this, playing against the, Miami Dolphins. Miami. In, in, in the, the first week, week of your fantasy yeah. playoffs. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what you wanted. Because if you're like me, when you're when you're setting up your players that you want to draft, the first thing I look at, I don't look at, I don't care who they play in the regular season. First thing I do is when I go to their schedule, I look at week, weeks 14, 15, and 16. And I look to see, like, all right, well, this team's going to be garbage and he's playing them. This team's going to be good and this team's ridiculous. I'll take and the granted, guy. That's but, a lot of speculation yeah, that well, early in the season. I mean, because we didn't know that certain teams were going to be as bad as they were. Like, I didn't think Atlanta was going to be this bad. Right? I thought Atlanta's defense was going to be hot garbage, but I thought they were going to throw points up everywhere. Right. Or that the I Ravens thought. are going to be this good. Didn't I, um, I think I think two or th- two or th- two of the three of us picked the Ravens to win that division. Yes, really? I agree. 100%. I didn't think the Eagles were going. I, I think the going to run. I nailed. I nailed the well. AFC North. By the way, I picked Ravens to win. The Steelers coming second. I picked the Bank or the Browns to finish. Seven and nine. Right, I'm right and on pace right with there. all that. They're right so. there. I thought Wentz was going to get the MVP, and the Eagles are just going to run away. I think away. I picked Wentz for MVP this yeah. year. No, I picked Breeze for MVP this year. The problem is, no one wants to win that division. Yeah. I mean, did you see the Thursday night game? I mean, that, Dallas just is just like, hey, Dallas man, is playing to get on, Garrett please. fired. I'm, you can't did you hear Jerry Jones uh, cursing on the radio? They had to dump him. Did they really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my god. Jarrah's losing it. He cursed so much that they used up all the all the what do they call the dump buttons? Yeah. And they ended up having to dump. Like two minutes of dump time. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of minutes. Oh the only thing that scares me about Jason Garrett getting fired is that they he might go hard after Rivera. Yeah, yeah. Like the Giants need to get Ron. Well, Rivera. okay. So let's talk about that. Ron Rivera gets fired last week. I mean, obviously he's going to get hired by somebody, right? Mm-hmm. If he wants it. If he wants it. I mean, I would assume that he wants. It. I mean, he he flat out called out Gettleman in his exit interview or in, not interview, but exit uh, presser with Carolina. I assume that he wants to come to the Giants if he's talking. Oh well, thanks to Dave Gettleman. Like that can't be just a thank you for being my GM five years ago. I've said thanks to Dave Gettleman about a lot of things too. Yeah, <laughs> have you? <laughs> thanks for yeah. Uh, so much. I, to, so much <laughs> to the point where he blocked us. <laughs> so uh, the question is: Okay, we got three Giants fans at the table right now. Myself, John, Manny. Do you want Ron Rivera to be the next head coach of the New York Giants? Would you be okay with it if he was? I don't know. I mean, it's something you got to look at. Ron Rivera, what has he done to improve the offensive game plan in, he's not in Carolina? Gonna, he's not going to improve the offensive game plan. He's going to improve the defense. But with all the all the equity that we've put into Daniel Jones, yes. you have to bring an offensive-minded – you have to have – so if they don't – if they hire Rivera, then they have to have an offensive-minded guy come in, and he's got to be a co-head coach. He's right. got to be in charge of the offense. He's got to. You can't waste the. You can't waste top ten pick. This is what we killed Jerry Reese for, right? Yes. So we, we can't have Jones, the numbers. Barkley. You have a lot yeah. invested in Barkley. Yeah. Yes. yes. Man, Barkley. We have two top ten commodities in the backfield. Yes, you do. About to be a third. 
So, hopefully wow. that's on the other side of the ball. She's on the other side. Oh, this horrible cold has been. <laughs> I don't have a cold. What? Is it the end? The yeah, end from Ohio well, State. I mean, yeah. Dude, yeah, that, yeah. Everything I that I'm reading about this kid, because I'm not, I don't watch college football. Mm-hmm. Everything I need, everything I want about college football, I have right there, right? So I talked to him, but I've been reading about Chase Young. Everything I've read and everything that he's told me is that this guy could literally transform a franchise. Yeah, one guy, one player, one pick, which basically means that I want the Giants to get this a guy. player like Chase Young. You you look at the Bosa brothers, right? Yes, I've been Man. praising these guys. The for way the way a guy like you say, oh, he's a defensive end. He's only he only makes impact plays on on passing plays. Yeah, but the impact he makes he might not sack the quarterback, but he cuts down that that read time. He cuts down the ability of the quarterback to scan the field. If you go from average time from snap to throw is from two point eight to three point four seconds, right? So, if you're getting to the quarterback at that two point eight, that's almost a full half second less than he's no. that he's got to scan the field and hit the open. And that makes your defensive backs better. That makes your linebackers better in coverage because anybody can cover for two seconds. Yep. It's once you you go longer into that play where the separation happens. That's why the linebackers, uh, the Giants are trash because their linebackers mm-hmm. can't cover for more than two seconds. So you need someone on the line so to cut down. You the need threat. that rush. You yeah. need that pass rush. And he's going to tie up double teams, which frees up, a guy, frees up a guy like uh, Dexter Lawrence that they just drafted. That's why you got to scheme him. When the yeah. Giants had defensive ends that could get after the The NASCAR package, when they put four of them on the field It didn't matter how bad the linebackers were because they were getting to the quarterback. Yep. Right? And, that's, and that's, that's the identity of the Giants. I always talk about the identity of, of teams. Teams have identities. I always say this in our podcast. That's the Giants. Justin Tuck. OC Minora, Strahan, that's Jason the Pierre Paul, JPP, exactly. That's been that's how we beat the Pats, yep. killing Brady. Yep. You know, you have a guy out there on the edge. He's going to take your, you know, it means you got to put your tight end out on that side, or you have to use your running back to chip at him. That takes away an extra target from the offense. Mm-hmm. It, it impacts everything. So it's really important. Uh, an impact edge rusher. I mean, you, you've seen it to a little, a certain extent with Cleef Earl. He's done a nice job in Oakland, um, but you really see it with the Bosa kid. The, yes. the, the one that just came out this man. year. His older brother's been great. This kid has been off the chart as yep. a rookie. He is phenomenal. And it's, I mean, that San Fran, it may, San Fran's front might not be the best one to use because they have four number one draft picks. Yes. But it's also proven my point. Like, they have four guys that get after it and just. And you're looking at the, you know, as of right now, two and ten, you're looking at the second pick, uh, assuming that holds, right? Yeah, so they Take still have choice. a chance to get in the number one pick well, overall. Dude, the, if right, the Bengals, Bengals win another game, the Giants lose out. The Bengals have the Browns this week so it's not out of the realm of possibility that they could kind of throw up an upset you know mm-hmm. Andy Dalton's playing for the, for his future whether it be yep. with the Bengals or not so this guy's gonna play right so I don't know it's it's an interesting question so um, the Bengals that that's an interesting thing to bring up there like this is another example of we had had a conversation when you guys got here about bench and Eli Manning for Daniel Jones the Bengals did that this year they drafted Ryan Finley third round third or fourth round right third round they put him out there to see what he had. Like, granted, they really didn't do him favors because Lions dog shit. The receivers are all hurt. The running back Mixon's kind of come on, but they saw what they had. I mean, and you could see what you have. I mean, you might not have the best surroundings, but you could see what you have. Right. And he he wasn't worth it, so they went back to Dalton. The Giants are putting Jones on the bench this week because he's hurt, not because they think they, he doesn't have it. Right. From everything I've heard from the organization, they're sold that Jones is the guy. Yeah. Well, so what do you what do you think as a fan watching the game? Do you think he's you the guy? I think. He has the potential to be the guy. I agree. I think he's closer to the guy than not the guy. Right. You know? I think the issues that he has, the fumbling, all that. <laughs> I think that's definitely. You could correct things out. There's correctable issues there. I mean, he's, yeah. he's a rookie. You, you can. Guys, you guys, 
Sorry, go ahead. No, man, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you guys would have taken Barkley the way that they... You went yes. Through... The people, yes, people who are not Giants fans... This is great. I'm so glad you brought this up. People who are not Giants fans, ask, they say the same thing. Do you still think you made a mistake going well, with Barkley over Darnold? Nope. Right? No. Not, not at all, team. man. Yeah, Darnold's not looking Dude, too good. Dude, even though he's having a bad season so far, right? Yeah. And granted, a lot of people... Nobody's really talking about how... Barkley has that high ankle sprain. Like, I'm sorry. One of the first things that you could say after he has that that injury, even if he comes back and he came back at, like, record speed, Fucking he's not going to be the same. Back. He's not going to be the same. It doesn't matter. This is going to be an injury that affects him the rest the, the of the line's season. The line's trash, too. I the mean, line is, really the is. line has regressed, and the, the fucking play calling is not doing him any favors. This guy does all of his best work on the outside. They just run him up the middle well, nonstop mm-hmm. over and over and over. There, there's something that you could say p- pressure gets the players. You could clearly see the pressure gets the coaches too because Shermer has felt the pressure and he's not answered the bell. He's been uninspired, um, yes. plain, bland. He's just been like Terrible. everything that you expected when you, you saw his offense with Minnesota and then he came over to the Giants. Everything you expected, we haven't seen. We have not seen. And don't say that... There hasn't been players in place. You had Saquon, you had you have Evan Ingram, you you had Odell all in place. And looking at Odell with Baker, you can't say Eli was the problem. No, Eli was not. You know, no. Eli 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 was past it. We've had this conversation. I'm a huge Eli guy, but he was past it. It was he time. was past it. He's, he you looked know? good earlier this season though. Before it was, before it was he the got same benched. thing I said when the when the Yankees let go of Joe Girard, Joe Girard, like not Joe Girard, Joe Torre walk. Yes, you know, his time was his time. It, was it, he's a great already. guy. I love him. He's a great coach. But <clears throat> at a certain point, it just it just isn't enough anymore. Towards you got the end there, it was you, a little unsmart. The, the, it gets a little stale. Mm-hmm. So, so they're playing a team that I think is also uninspired this Monday. Who do you think wins this game? The Eagles. The Eagles. Giants. I think the really? Giants Yeah, too. it's Eli's they last can. fuck you to us. Yep. <laughs> 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 One more fuck you to the Eagles, right? It, you know, uh, Eli's going to go out there and throw three touchdowns, five interceptions. We're going to win the game 28-7. to seven. I listen to the Giants Insiders podcast a lot, and the uh, the host of that podcast said this week, he goes, Eli Manning's either going to have four touchdowns and 350 yards, or he's going to have no touchdowns and 100 yards. Like, it's one or the other. It's not going to be in between. And I kind of agree with him on that. I feel like the Giants are either going to get blown the fuck out or they're going to keep it a really close game. It could be like a, a, you know, 38 to, you know, 34 type of game. You know what I mean? It could be really high scoring, really high over under. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the answer is. A friend of mine texted me, fellow Giants fan, texted me. He's like, watch, Eli's going to go out. And rush for over 100 yards. He goes, like, what? <laughs> he goes, he doesn't care. He said, every time it opens a balloon, he's just going to take off take and off run. Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> like, take off? That's like, a box, it's like yeah. a box car trying to yeah. fly. Okay, so uh, I can confidently say that's just never going to happen. Never happen. No. Never I'll, throw, happen. I'll throw money on it. Oh, no way. Bet on anything. Well, of course you <laughs> will. Of course you will. Right, I think another of course game. he asked the only other gambling addict at the table. Okay, go yeah, ahead. Sure. Oh. Another game of interest this week, right? Ravens, Bills, right? Oh, big, big playoff. All right. We oh, got CT the, just broke the, out in the cold sweats right there. CT is a Bills fan. I knew, I, I knew we were going to beat the Cowboys, by the way. Like, I knew we'd, we'd win that game. So That's I love good. I'm glad you did. We. It's so awesome. I, I noticed this. When you talk about the Bills, you always say we. Yeah. I'm down with it. I got a white, I got a white table in the back room. You want to break it out no, before no, you throw it? No, no, yeah. Yeah. Bills Mafia. We win the Super Bowl. I'll die right, that So, day. CT. CT. <laughs> let's, let's have a come to Jesus moment about the Bills. All right? Yeah. They are they're playing very well. Yep. What did you expect from this season? I did not expect this. Uh, I expected 500, maybe. Okay. Not 
what is it? Four Who losses? has been most impressive three. on the team so far to you? Is it uh, and it Singletary? Be, Singletary, right? Yeah. Singletary's been really good. Amazing. John Brown has been actually a pretty. I decent. was going to say John Brown's I mean, John, been a, I like John Brown. Well, the thing was, it's like Singletary's like to me is impressive, but they don't use him every week. The Listen, same, they're not going to so go away like, from Frank Gore right away. They're just yeah. not going to do it. But I, I kind of hated, I kinda hated Gore, the whole Frank Gore thing in the beginning of the season. <laughs> and I'm like, why do we have to take on? Don't you talk ancient, bad about the ageless wonder, Gore? But because he's it's been good. It's been Good. It's been, the way that they've been using the two backs has yeah. worked. Yeah, okay, yeah. Josh Allen. That's to me. Yeah, that's the difference maker, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. I think Josh Allen is a great player. He's got great. You know, he's physically. He's, you got a lady boner for Josh Allen. Too, I do man. like Josh Allen. I do. I love. I like. Well, he's him. a big. He's a big kid. Yeah. He can run well. He can throw the ball. He's not very accurate. No, not at all. All right, but you know, he's he's working around that kind of thing, right? So, yeah. what do you think the ceiling is for this team? Ah oh, man, I honestly think that we can take the division, AFC Championship game, bro. But I can't ignore that we've had an easy schedule. Mm-hmm. So I think our ceiling is whatever the Patriots didn't do this this year. That's our ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So, but, but our but, defense is great. But so you bring up the schedule. You say the Bills have have had an easy schedule. Yeah. But in the past years, they've had easy schedules and they've lost those games. So they've, they're yeah. doing what good teams do. You beat the, you win the games yeah, you're supposed yeah. to win. That's exactly. And they've also done what good teams do. You win the games you're not supposed to win. The Dallas game they weren't supposed to win. Now you say you knew they were going to win. At, yeah, I had a feeling at the time. At the time, Dallas was not. No, no, no. The, Dallas hasn't been a really good team. Dallas hasn't beaten a team with a winning record. Man, Dallas, fucking, Dallas yeah. is suck. Dallas is for all season. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm. I didn't think we'd be. You know, we're literally. One win from the maybe the Patriots lose and then we beat the Patriots to be tied for the division. That wasn't expecting that this year, but I, I also I've always known that our defense was like elite, regardless of what some people <laughs> might say. Like, all right, we're talking about the defense monster better, better than the Pats. The defense, that defense is all right, better not well, better the Pats, than the Pats. Yeah, maybe no. I don't watch football that in depth, but I just know that. We have like five playmakers on defense. Yeah. Like you might, you're lucky to have one playmaker on defense. Right. You so have, if like, the Bills win this week, they clinch, right? They they clinch a playoff spot. That I don't know because I, I think they'll be two up. Because the rest of the AFC, I mean, I'm looking at right now. Yeah. It's the it's the Titans, I think, that are like seven a, and five. So if you win this week, the, the worst they could do is tie you. Okay. So yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, because the t- Titans are seven and five. So if Titans lose and you win, you're so in. So this is this okay playing the Ravens. Okay, yeah. playing Lamar Jackson. Let's just let's just call it what it is. He's got to have a bad game. He's right. got to have a bad game. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I need because I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's possible. Yeah, man. I mean, I've been saying that for since week one. All right, he'll come back next. Some week. Yeah. some some de- somebody's got to make the adjustment and beat him. I need to tell you one of the things that makes me nervous for the Bills. Okay, they're not the best against the rush. No, we're not. And you're about to face a guy that rushes for 100 yards who plays quarterback. Yeah. Right. And Mark Ingram is on the team who hasn't been doing that bad either. Right. Don't, uh, don't forget about so, Gus Bus and the Gus Bus. Okay. So that is a, a worry. But my my thing is is I feel like the Ravens defense, even though they've been playing a little bit better as of late, Josh Allen can take advantage of it. It's just it's going to be to me. It's all on Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's and that's what kind of right. Scares so me. <laughs> I could see that guy will miss. Guy I could see this game right going. There. I could see this game going to the Bills. I could. I could see the upset, but. But who's gonna put money on that? We're thing? home. We're home at least. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's one thing that goes for you. I mean, it's gonna be cold as shit up it, in Buffalo. It doesn't, like, it doesn't matter. What's the spread game, on that game? Probably like. Well, the Bills will probably yeah, get. Think get about points. it. He's not leaning on the uh, on the pass. 
Okay, so, so a lot of times when it's really, really cold, so, uh, like you're, not, you're throwing a little less. You're, you're, you're Ravens not, given know. six on the road. Wow. wow. See, I like I, That's actually that's just, that's crazy. A, dude, I'll, I'll tease that I up hope to that, 13. I hope, I'll that take lights, the bills. I hope that lights the bills on fire, though. Wow. I hope it gives them. Wait, it's we're always fire. the underdogs, it feels. Over that's a pretty, under that's 44 a, that's in a Buffalo. That's a hefty underdog. Giving them six S- points? Six. So if this game was in Baltimore, you're looking at a nine-point nine yeah. point game for nine Baltimore. Point. Yeah, 100%. Nine and a half, yeah. And maybe increase the over-under a touch, but not much. Over-under will probably stay so about the same. You the, might go to 48. What's the implied point total on that? That's uh, So six, you're looking at uh, 24-18? 24 to 18. So 24 points. No, that's 42 me. points. Is that, I don't know. I don't, I, yeah. something like that. I don't <laughs> math so well. Sorry. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll, I'll be honest. If I wasn't gonna bet on this game, I would take the points. Yeah. Okay. So I would be, I'd be betting on the Bills to cover. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's gonna be a good game. That's all I know. I, this is a game that I'm gonna watch this. That week. fucking Cleveland game, man. That game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have. I'm not over that game. Hey, don't, worry, don't worry. They Steve beat. Hauschka. I'm. I'm. I went to a bar to watch that game, and I'm like, I go to my friend. I'm like, Nah, we're good. We have this. We have Steve Hauschka. Like he's he's a veteran. He missed like three field goals that day. I listen wanted to me. break, yeah, break something. It doesn't matter. Hey, who you have. The Browns Even beat Justin the Ravens Tucker. too. So they the Browns dominated the Ravens. Yes, yeah, literally. <laughs> there's one kicker. If you had to put your the game on the line with one kicker, who would it be? Justin Tucker. And that's basically yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. Dude, kicking in this league has become so unpredictable. When they move the extra point yep. back, that was one of the best things that the NFL has ever done. It I did, tell yeah, you that right now because I, I'll tell you what. People if go I'm teams a, go for two more. Yeah, yeah it's, absolutely. It, it, it's it's, it's yeah. definitely it's been a very good move, very underrated move by the NFL players or not players, yeah. NFL. So owners, not to so get so. not to go off track here, but did you see that kid from the fucking Falcons was it on uh, was it Thanksgiving? Yes, three straight onside kicks. Yes, one of them called back for a penalty that they recovered. Mm-hmm. But apparently, they signed this kid. He was a he's a trick kicker. Yes, <laughs> like I didn't know it was such a thing. Like, is it Koo? Uh, Young Way Koo? Young Ho Koo? Young yeah, Way Koo? He's Koo? from yeah. Jersey. Oh yeah, really? Yes, he is. gives a shit. He's a kicker. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> well done. <laughs> so I mean, the onside recovery rate for the season was like point zero three percent, and he gets three, not even like three in a game, like three back to back to back. He got one. They called it back for a penalty. Then they got the one. They got the re-kick. Scored a touchdown. <laughs> then got the kick after that. Uh, who were they playing? Um, Atlanta. Atlanta. No, they are Atlanta. No, I'm saying that. Who were they playing? They were playing uh, on. Uh, Detroit last week, right? No, Detroit played uh, Dallas. No, no, Dallas. on no, Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. No, they play separate games. No, yeah, oh, no, they played, they played games. Uh, the Falcons. Play each other. Oh, we Falcons played Saints. Saints. Ah, that's what it was. The Saints. Thank you. That's what it was because Sean Payton looked like he was he literally fired the special teams coach <laughs> on the sidelines. <laughs> but anyway, like you go about and kicking, get the hot so. dogs from the hot dog vendor and get <laughs> in the stands. That's right. Because I want to talk about the Saints this week too. Saints playing the 49ers. Another, I, I, I think this is actually going to be... I feel like you have to stay away from all your Saints. You, you do. And here's... Here, I think this has financial implications. Except so for Michael Thomas. Do we'll, not, we'll, do be able to, we'll be able to kind of... How do you sit Alvin Kamara? How do you sit Michael Thomas? How do you sit Drew Brees? You can't, but you kind of have to. You can sit Drew Brees. I sit... So this is this is actually a nice segue into the, our Drew first spot. I have Drew Brees in two weeks. Well, you better pick up Jack off. I got five. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Garter Minshew's probably out there. Oh, man. All right. You know who's out there? Nick Foles, because he's droppable in all formats. <laughs> Michael Bobby. Uh, <laughs> I teed that one up for you. Pick up Eli this week. I would. Sit. Pick up Eli. He's not, he's not a bad DFS he, play. He's, he's like 3,800 in DFS. He's going to drop He's gonna drop 
uh, balls to Barkley all day long. That's so we, we, we skip well, way ahead to listen, middle level guys I'd start. Anyway, just yeah, 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 go back, get go back, back to where you were. 49ers, Saints, I, I agree. You yeah, two really, really tough defenses. And I think there, were, there was holes in Jimmy G's play earlier in the year. Uh, if you get into his face, I've seen in the breeze in the past. If you if you cut off his lane to step up, he's the guy that you can uh, yeah. you can kind of take him out of the yeah. game. Definitely take him out. So of the game. let me so, ask you guys this about that game: Is there a, a game with two better teams that has zero fantasy viable players in it? Like I don't think there's anybody that I'm not starting anybody from San. Definitely nobody in the backfield. In San I would Francisco. start Kittle. I would start Kittle in this matchup. That's probably uh, the listen, I think if you have Kittle, you're starting Kittle. I mean, who else is your Well, title? if you have Kamara, you're yeah, starting Kamara. I think, I think but you I'm, can I'm saying... start Kittle and have success with Kittle. Mm. Yeah, especially in a PPR. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know, man. But, like, you got a guy like Kamara. You got a guy like Thomas. You got a guy like Kittle. You're expecting a 20-plus point week. You're, that's not what you're getting this week from them. It's, I mean, it shouldn't be. We say that, and then we're going to have, like, a 70-point fucking point bonanza. <laughs> I don't know, here. man. I like Kittle yeah. this week. That's probably the only player that I like in this game. Like, other than, uh, I'm sorry, you don't sit Michael Thomas. Michael, especially in a PPR league, forget about it. Michael Thomas is going to get his. Is your, so, league, is your league a PPR? Yeah, half point PPR, full point for tight ends. So, let me ask you this question. So, let's say, this is another round of positive. You draft Kamara in the first round. Mm-hmm. Your second round pick, you have, let's give me a second round running. Let's say you have Leonard Fournette. Yes. And you were one of the guys that jumped early on Kareem Hunt. I'm starting Kareem Hunt. You're going to start Kareem Hunt over Alvin, Alvin Kamara? Over Alvin Kamara. Against the Bengals, absolutely. Bold move, Cotton. I would do it, <sighs> and it's in your fantasy playoffs week one. I, it's it's rough. Yeah, we're gonna talk about. I this literally a bit Om- more, but like, Amari Cooper was really my first am. receiver drafted off all my team this year. Chubb and Hunt. I almost I almost dropped uh, not dropped yeah. him. I almost left him off my my lineup this week, and I, last minute I threw him in. Like fuck it. Chubb and Hunt. Chubb and Hunt are gonna have good games. Kamara, I can't say You're the going same. Hunting for the Chubb. I. Uh, <laughs> I have a dynasty team that's called the Chubb for Mahomes because I have Chubb and Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good name. Oh, shit, that's is a, a good name. That's a great name. All right. So let's let's go down some lists. Who are some other players, um, John, on your on your list that you think you're going to bench this week? People that you think guys are going to lean. Nobody. On all now. my players are matchup proof. But if you're not as good as I am, <laughs> so I don't know if you can hear the eye roll <laughs> like I just did. <laughs> you eye rolled so hard oh it hit the side of your skull. Oh my god! But no, there there's a ton of guys out there that you drafted high. You drafted in like rounds three, four that you I can leave on your you, bench and be justified. Like you're doing it with. I'm doing Tyler Lockett's going to be on my bench this week, and I'm going to start Curtis Samuel over. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, DK Metcalf's a guy that I'm just staying away from this week. I have DK Metcalf. He's staying on my bench. I do have better options than him this week. Yeah. But not really. My matchups are shit. Because, you know, Cooper against the Bears, with, without the garbage time touchdown, was was a terrible under-projected performance. Um, I got Evans against Indianapolis. Evans has been on the offside of fucking crab legs. It's going it's to um, come back eventually. It, it is. It'll flip, and it flips fast. It's not even gradual. It's yeah. like... All of a sudden, it just the, the, the page 15 turns. receptions, 200 yards, and three touchdowns. That's right. what you're going to get from Evans. But until then, you get a bunch of zeros. And I got Diggs against um, who's my, who's Minnesota playing this week? Detroit. So those are all those are all tough matchups. But like, eventually, you got to make the call. Like, I went with Cooper against the Bears just because, like we always say, start your studs. Start your studs. I can't start Lockett this week. Lockett has the calf injury. He has now. I said this to you guys before, right? 
when you can name four different things that mean you should uh, sit somebody, that's usually when they go off, right? So, so Lockett has a calf injury. He had the flu last week, which is why one of the reasons they say that he bageled. He literally took a different plane to the game yeah. last week because he and some other members. The same the thing team, happened with the Patriots. Too. Yeah, they just they they have the flu, right? Yeah. Um, but he's also going against Jalen Ramsey, who I, I'm sorry, but since the trade has been a monster. That's for me. That's what it is. It's the you know when you look at the recency bias, you're looking at the last three games. Tyler Lockett has been a, a negative. Some other some other guys I'm staying away from the entire Kansas City backfield. Yes, and I'm I'm kind of fading on Ty Hill because Stephen Gilmore has been a, a fucking lockdown monster. I mean, yes, where he's putting up Revis numbers from when Revis was like king Revis, of New York, Revis Island. Yeah, before it was an all inclusive resort. So. <laughs> I mean, that's just a terrible matchup. But he's another guy, though. You're not gonna if you have Ty Hill. You're not. You're just, but, but it's you're tough. It's tough. Like, can we? That's why I said fade. That's why I didn't say I'm, yeah. I'm staying away. Let's I'm, I'm your expectations on Ty Hill. Yeah. I think Michael Thomas. Let's talk about this game, all right? Because we're talking about the Chiefs and the Patriots. Yeah. Last year, it was actually a pretty awesome game, right? Yeah. Patriots got the better of them because they were in New England. I believe this game is also in New it's, England. Yeah, because the, the Patriots never have to play an impactful game outside of fucking Foxborough ever. <laughs> we talked about this in the preseason. Friggin I'm surprised they don't put the Super Bowl there. <laughs> it's it's a, it's annoying. It's really annoying that New England gets the schedule they get. But it is, Bill, what it is. The Bills are helping out with that because the AFC isn't as much of a joke as it usually <laughs> right. is. Yep, the AFC right. East. I mean, they, for for a decade they got three teams twice a year that combined still couldn't have a winning record. Yep. You know, the Jets are always a joke. The Dolphins are a dumpster fire. The only, t- only team that beat them out was the Dolphins with Chad Pennington. I remember it's that. It's terrible. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, they didn't get the automatic six. We don't know. They still might. They didn't so, get the automatic six. The big issue that we have now, Kansas City's defense, not not great, but they've been playing been better. better, right? But New England's offense has just been anemic mm-hmm. the last couple weeks. Yeah. Other than James White in garbage time last week, I mean, who who can you start? Nobody. If you have Tom Brady on your roster at this point, why? Why? Um, why? James White. There's nobody. Is, uh, like Edelman is maybe a start in a PPR league. Yeah, Edelman's not a bad I don't play. Know. The receiving core in that team sucks. It does. Yes. Yeah. I don't even blame it on Brady. Everybody's shitting on Brady. I don't think it's him. I, I don't I, think he has anybody to throw to. I think that's why they wanted AB so bad. They've been going year. after anybody so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, it's not Brady. It's not the Pats' offense and the Chiefs' defense. That's not the story. It's the Chiefs' offense versus the Patriots' defense Ken this week. Ken Mahomes beat... Ken Mahomes beat Gilmore. That freaking Because he's going to have to. He's going to have to. Because you're not going to stay... Because he's going to follow Hill. I'm so gonna, you're going to have to look to McCole Hardman and Travis Kelsey to have big weeks. I'm going to go with yes. And the McCourty brothers are going to be yes. all over Kelsey. I am. I'm going to go with yes. My main... Just like you said, I'll go with Kelsey. I think Kelsey's going to have a huge game. I do think Tyreek Hill is going to break it. Because let me tell you something, man. Dude is fast. It's real fast, okay. So, but there's also an X factor with the with the Kansas City offense. It's McCole Hardman, and I think this is one of those games where if you have McCole Why Hardman, you throwing up the X, Des. Uh, X factor, Des Bryant, X factor, Des Bryant. You realize no one can see it, right? Uh, go ahead. I don't know. I'm just, I'm Italian. I talk with my hands. Bastards. <laughs> McCole Hardman. I'm not saying that you can start him in every format. I'm not saying you should start him in every format. But let me put it this way: If you're going up against a team that is favored by a heavy, heavy margin, if you want to like take a shot, just like, hey, what the hell? He, he might be out there in redraft. He's probably on the wire. Probably on the yeah, because so, he's, he's not a consistent player. And it's player. also a smart play to maybe keep him away from 
another team in your playoffs. So, exactly. So that's that's one of those guys. I'm right. a dirtbag. I'm not above picking up players just so other people can. Nah, Tell us. We, 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 we have a whole list of those things. But All let's right. get to do, any other players to bench this week. Uh, I agree with you, Mike. I think Harvey yeah. I mean, you know, I'm 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 out on Darnold this week. I'm out on the Jets this out week. Out on the Jets, period, yeah. this week. There's no nobody Bell. from the Jets you can start. I mean, who the hell? Jameson Crowder, maybe? I no. would easily like, start Fitzpatrick. I would start Devontae Parker. I might even start Kaseki if you really needed somebody. Tight end's such a crapshoot. I mean, I really it don't pay matter. much. Like, this I was is able why to, we do the I, full I, point. I was able to make it through nine-tenths of this regular season without a viable tight end. Right. Because so. it's, a, it's, a, it's a bullshit position. That's the bottom line. All right? Yeah. Tight end's just useless unless you have the top three guys. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They were willing to spend that draft capital. Most people are not. No, I, like I said, I mean, I'm a playoff team. I was a top three team, top two team, if uh, a couple points go the other way. And I had TJ Hawkinson in my lineup every week, and he he had a great week one and then didn't score higher than seven the rest and of the way. Let's be honest. If you were leaning on Ertz and Kittle in the first, like, five, six weeks to get wins, even you can Ke- get them. Even Kelsey. And Kelsey. Right? Even Kelsey. Kelsey, Kelsey yeah, was not reliable for the Kelsey first. Kelsey has been the best. If, if I remember correctly, I saw a sleeper uh, – a sleeper – quote kind of said that Kelsey's been the best tight end for the last nine weeks and I think the number five best tight end was Ryan Griffin from the Jets mm-hmm. which I mean just goes to show you because I mean he's probably available in over 90% of your leagues I'm just saying that's what that's that's how bad tight end is tight end is not a position you need to worry about in yeah. fantasy football just ignore yeah. it it doesn't matter it's right. the new kickers and defenses right, so, we, so we have uh, some guys to play so listen if you're if you're a fantasy guy you're in your playoffs you have some tough spots this week now who am I like? Who can I start? Who's on Who's on my bench? I'm like, listen, this guy's going to give me the points. You mentioned Curtis Samuel. I'll just go with one of the guys that, that I put on my list today. Was if I have DJ Moore, I, I'd like that matchup. Yeah, well, DJ Moore has been the number seven wide receiver for the well, last couple. Zach Pascal's a guy for me. Yeah, exactly. going against the Buccaneers secondary. Uh, you with, know, with Ty with Ty Hilton out, he's going to get an uptick in targets. I'm so, and that secondary is yeah. so bad. Brissett's so been playing bad. really. Bad the last couple weeks, and but I think like the only player I'm really happy about starting for the Colts might be Doyle, and that's about it. Mm. I don't really know if I'm into. I mean, because here's I guess if I really wanted to go with a guy from the Colts, a wide receiver, I'd probably go with uh, the rookie Campbell, Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell. Okay. I I don't know. I'll be honest. I'm kind of fuck me. What do I know? I'm kind (laughs) of off. I'm kind of off on the Colts. That's just where I'm at. I'm not a big fan of the Colts this week. Brissett's not. Not playing at the top of his game right and now. And I'm, I'm hammering everything happens. Browns this week too. Everything Browns is just yeah. DFS, redraft, dynasty. Everything. Every Brown I have is in a starting lineup somewhere. Agreed. Odell. I think Odell's in for a monster week. They got it. You know the grumblings are there. They need to. He's unhappy. It needs to happen. It's got the overcorrections coming, and it's going to come in a big way. We're going to look at, dude. I hate to throw numbers out there. We're looking 150 plus in a couple trips to the end zone for Odell this week. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Mark it down. Mm-hmm. And I and I think again. Hunt out points, Chubb. It's yeah, that's possible. Yeah. I was saying the same thing, same game. You got to have Hunt. Um, so th- this brings up something we talked about kind of in the in the pre-show a little bit. The Hunt and Chubb, right? So so Hunt is now clearly stealing like touches from from Chubb. Things mm-hmm. that matter. Um, it's not even you're still going to start even Chubb. It's at this point. Right. It's design plays. Design plays. Yeah. Now you have Chubb. You're not benching him. What happens to these two guys next season? These guys cannot both be Cleveland Browns next year, right? So we went into this preseason, we were talking, and I was on their firm belief, Kareem Hunt's on the Cleveland Browns for one reason, and that was to be traded for high draft picks going into next year. I have now flipped. I feel like you're going to get more value in a trade for Nick Chubb. I Nick, feel like Nick Chubb is the more valuable player right now, 100%. I, 
you don't get the baggage. You get a, a controllable player. He's still under team control for three more years on his rookie deal. And let's be honest. I mean, the baggage is really what, what, what it comes down to. You don't get the, the assault history. You don't get the the video of kicking a woman. And again, the controllable salary one is, more, is key. One more infraction for Hunt could mean a very long ban. Which is good for the Browns to keep him because it's going to keep his contract, you know, it's going to keep it bearable. Down, right, you know? exactly. The problem with this whole scenario is that who's going to pay the price that they think that he's worth? Because right now he's putting out Chubb, okay? Chubb is putting out first-round running back numbers. Am I wrong? Yeah, I would say... And I'm not talking fantasy. I'm talking about real life. Real life, yeah. So as I say, fantasy late one, early two. Right. I just feel like there's not a team out there that's going to be willing to pay the price to get Nick Chubb. When you can draft a guy in the third, fourth round... Arizona. Uh, maybe Arizona. Possibly. But I don't know. You're going you're gonna to keep David Johnson, who there's clearly a rift between him and the head coach. That relationship, no, that bridge is burnt. Kenyon Drake, you're going to throw top dollar at Kenyon Drake? No way. Would you rather throw top dollar at Kenny Drake or trade for a controllable but player in Nick Chubb? If you're if you're in Arizona right now, could you justify using a first round pick on anything that isn't defense? Yeah, yeah. Because I think that Their that was that was the model that they they signed up for when they brought Kingsbury in. Doesn't give a shit. He's from the Big Twelve. This they, like the bad teams. The bad teams in the Big Twelve score seventy points a week. Okay. They don't give and they give up one hundred and forty. Like it, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Like that's what they signed up for when they brought they signed up for the air raid. It's we it, it, throw it in basketball terms. They signed up for Mike D'Antoni three seconds or less. Like you get the ball, you score, go. Gives a shit about the defensive end. We're gonna score. We're just gonna outlast and outscore you. And that's basically how Arizona's won their games. Just they they haven't won it on defensive stops. That's that's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. So a team like Arizona, I guess. I mean, I don't know what the price is gonna be. Like we were talking about it. Do you, do you consecutive twos? Do you do two three in one year? Do you, do you try to get a first? You know, you know, football is it real life football trading is tough for me because I've definitely seen some trades. Like uh, the first one that comes to my mind, Santonio Holmes going to the Jets for a fifth round pick. Like at the yeah. time that happens, I didn't understand it whatsoever. Like how does that make sense? He just won you a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl Super Bowl MVP, mm-hmm. right? His foot never came down. He was out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> Santonio Holmes. Steelers? Steelers. To the Jets. Yeah. I remember that. It was a fifth-round pick. You've seen Brandon Marshall get traded also mm-hmm. at the top. Like, not the top of his game. I would say, like, he had reached the apex on his way back down. Yeah. He got traded uh, to the Seahawks, I believe, yeah. for a fifth-round pick from the Bears. So, it's... I have a question. Yeah. How did the Patriots get Stephon Gilmore again? <laughs> How did that happen again? Let's do something. From the Bills? Did they let him go? Was it a trade? It was... Did wasn't he get... traded... Did we get anything? Did we get anything for that? <laughs> Nothing. Because I know that. I know, that, I know, I I know no when idea. we gave up Darby, we got back like it was like an even trade. Like nothing really. Darby went to the Eagles, right? Yeah, but what we got the... back wasn't anything crazy. I know. I'm looking it up right now because I am curious how that happened. Let's see. Stephon Gilmore was good with the Bills. Ah. In the meantime, we look at that up. They signed. Yeah. They signed him as a free agent. Yeah. So you didn't get anything. So he walked. <laughs> Sorry. Makes you feel good, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Not at all. It doesn't. doesn't. All right. The the other guy I'm looking at, we talked about Eli Manning this week. Um, I'm not necessarily... Great DFS play. Great DFS play. Great DFS play. I'm not looking at him, but I think you can expect what you've wanted all year long out of Barkley this week. Dump down passes, running all over the Eagles. 
Um, I'm just not. I know he's saying it, but I'm just not sure that he's healthy. I haven't seen it from him. You know, we we. The good news is there's no one to tackle him on the Eagles defense. That that team sucks. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right. So I mean, like, he doesn't need to be healthy, right? I mean, and that's coming from. Listen, they, they my you know, like my fantasy season's over, and as far as I'm concerned, my football season's over, and we may end up winning that division, which is insane, ridiculous. You will. You will. Right? But it's so like the the they, Washington Redskins have equal. Like equal odds to end up with the number one draft pick and win the NFC East. Unbelievable! <laughs> like at this late in the season, like that. How did just, we get here? Right? I just I don't I don't know I don't know how you get here. Like the Giants have, have been no rebuilding idea. for what seems like a decade. Um, the Cowboys have underachieved uh, sim- like, like no severely, team has yeah. ever underachieved in the history of sports. It's just bad. With Saquon, do you guys think they should have? I feel like they rushed him back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, because right now Shermer's scrambling. He's coaching for his job. Mm-hmm. As soon as Barkley was Not able working. to no. able to move at all, he, his best chance he's got a better chance of winning games with Barkley on the field than off the field. He doesn't care because he he sees it right on the wall. He's not going to be here longer. He's not going to see the effects of that injury. Barkley could be an all-time franchise player. He will rush him back to save Shermer's job. It's at this joke. point, the thing that as a Giants fan, the thing that concerns me the most is. As a franchise, will whoever's running that thing do enough to keep Saquon with us yeah. throughout his entire career? Because that, that's what makes me I think nervous. Lewis Riddick will keep him. <laughs> I sure. God, I hope everything that you just said <laughs> comes to fruition. I really do. Because now I'm thinking, too, the, the as much as I celebrated the Beckham trade, I, looking back now, I wish it never happened. Because we could, if, if Danny Dimes, I'm going to call him Danny Dimes, guys, so get ready. I'm good with it. If he can pan out next season to have a triple threat like that, Beckham, Saquon, and a decent quarterback in Daniel Jones. That's that's not a bad deal. No, and, well, and they, they, have, they have. What do we get back from Beckham? We uh, we could get a third. We could trade. We could trade four Beckham with a third rounder right now, and they probably take it. Don't you think? No, they're gonna get. They got to get a haul for Beckham because everything that they've given up over the last year. I mean, yes. But what, what did they get for Beckham? They got essentially two the, first round draft picks. Was it Jabril the Peppers. Jabril, Jabril Peppers. Jabril Peppers. O'Shane Simenez, who was a. Uh, First rounder, no late first he, rounder. No, Shane Simmons was a draft pick this or year, or was it uh, Dexter Lawrence? They got I can't remember. They got Zeitler, they drafted Dexter Lawrence, they drafted they got a, a one, a three, and Peppers in the deal. Oh, the three was Simmons, that's yeah. why I brought him. And up. then they traded, they ended up tacking. Um, who's that shitbag defensive end that we signed that didn't do anything? Oh, they uh, tacked him onto the deal with Kevin yeah, Zeitler that guy. coming back. So uh, he was with Miami, yeah, right. How's Peppers been? Peppers Terrible. has been better. Can't tell. He's been better. <laughs> He's been better. The best thing he did for this team was get hurt. Hmm. Uh, I'm just I'm just a bitter <laughs> fan. I'm just, I feel all, like bitter. We're bitter Giants fans. I feel like we're cursed, man. The Knicks, the Giants, it's just... Yeah. I don't even want to bring the Knicks up. The Knicks are just... They're never going to be good. Never going to be good. Never. No, that's never going to be good. They just fired their coach this week. Yeah. yeah and they got to fire their president. Like, it's like, it's like, like week three. They're going to be terrible. <laughs> they'll be terrible until Dolan sells the team. Yeah. But... That won't Sorry, happen guys. until he sells the the company. So thank God I'm not a basketball fan. Oh my God. Yeah, I can't really tell. Him but it's funny because he also owns the Rangers, and you they're know, fine. They've been bad the last couple of years, but that happens. They were really good for about six years, and then they were bad for a couple of years, and they're gonna be good. They're on their way back. So he almost yeah. bought the Yankees. I would shoot myself in the face. <laughs> like All not right. even. I'd, I'd walk right upstairs, grab the shotgun, put it right in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> Jesus oh man. Fucking Kurt wow. Cobain myself all over the wall. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's get back on track. Sorry, guys. So, uh, 
last, last little piece here. So you talked a little bit about gamemanship as you get into your playoffs. We, we went into this a little bit last week, too, picking up guys that uh, not necessarily because you want to start them, but so someone else can. The block. Um, and there's also block. guys that you might want to be picking up, too, just to stash, you know, as you get through this run. A guy goes down. Do you have something really viable? Well, I, like I did something that, that I was I, – I would read you the text, but I deleted it that it was unacceptable and complete horse shit and I'm an asshole for doing it. I have a bye this week in my work league. And <laughs> there's a guy playing, he's got Kyle Allen and I forget who his other quarterback is, but he stinks too. Is it Nick Foles? Yeah. Maybe, it might. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. I went, I went and picked up <laughs> Jacoby Brissett and Ryan Fitzpatrick. I now have four quarterbacks on this team and I don't have a game this week and I did it so this guy couldn't pick up a, pick up a quarterback. And win. And I said, hey, you had perfect, you had, because we have a waiver system, and then after that, everything's free. So he didn't pick up a quarterback on waivers because I thought, I guess he thought, oh, who's going to pick all up a quarterback? All the way for it to be free. Yeah. So I saw they didn't pick anybody up. So I went and picked up all the, the top free agent quarterbacks. Because you know why? Fuck you. <laughs> you. I want you to lose more than you want to win, apparently. I, so the guy you picked up was Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'd rather start and Jacoby him. And Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I'm staying away from Brissett. But it was a, it's a starting quarterback against a, against a bottom five secondary. Exactly. So... Good move. Who other, who other quarterbacks? Let's stick with those because I have one. Uh, you, you can't start him this week because Trubisky already played Thursday night, but I think if you can look at at, uh, at next week as a guy to and hold. I'm going to take personal credit for him having this turnaround. He did not start him? playing until I dropped his ass <laughs> in like four different legs, dude. The last the last share that I had of Mitch Trubisky, I dropped, and the next week he started his turnaround. And so. again, including You're that welcome, Thursday night game, he's now had three good games, uh, three yeah. good fantasy value games in a row. Jesus so Christ again, the guy to, the, to the, pick up. The top. Cowboys made him look like fucking Lamar Jackson. He's running, running all over the place. Well, this is what it was missing from his game all season. I, I, you know, I was kind of like, what happened to that? I remember the last shoulder. year. It was the shoulder yeah, injury. I remember last it? year, he was running for 70 yards a game, it seemed like. He was good for 40 to 70 yards every game. So mm-hmm. that was that, that extra, you know, that bonus that you could count on. Okay, he only throws for two touchdowns, but he ran for 70. It's another touchdown. Another right. touchdown. So he's been missing that from his game. Now they, it seems like they're kind of getting around to it again, which is good. Um, Anybody else? Any other guys you're picking up off on waivers to, uh, you know, to block other people? Who Like other targets you have right now? Um, The running back from Atlanta. Uh, what was his name? Brian Hill. Brian Hill. You know, a lot of people were high on him, picked him up, and then dropped, uh, you know, Cut bait when uh, Freeman came back. Right. He's another guy I would pick up. Freeman loves to stay healthy. No, never. and you could pick him up for free now. And when Freeman goes down, which is inevitable if you're in the playoffs, you might have a guy that's, you know, he's stashable. Darwin Thompson not playable this week, but in the future they don't have the greatest schedule. But he's going to get increased touches with uh, Daryl Williams going on IR. Damian Williams just not getting the job done. And he's probably and Sean McCoy being 75 years old. There you go. Hmm. Yeah, uh, but wait, I was told that Sean McCoy's the man. He's the guy. I, he was, I was told he's the guy, right? He's gonna build. Yeah, he's gonna build. Told. No, that's I what he told. said in the preseason. When he, I was told, I, I I was told I'm the guy. I was told I'm the guy. Three yeah. weeks later, you're in a, a different yeah, uniform. You're, you're Not even exactly. it was three weeks. Yeah. You're the guy that just got traded. See you later. See you. Peace. Have a nice day. Um, the rookie, uh, the running back Laird from Miami. How about him? What do you guys have on him? I tried to pick him up, but some asshole in our toilet bowl picked him up, and I. We really, you're in the toilet bowl. You're going to pick up players. Hey, listen, so you, don't have a toilet bowl to keep it relevant. You know, <laughs> with you guys in the game if you what don't do you want to play. What do you guys get in the toilet bowl? Like, what's the? You get your buy-in for next year. So 
Oh, okay. So it keeps it for the for this bottom, you know, because we have some bottom feeders, in, in our know. league of record. We have some guys that are just perennially bad, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, awful. We have, we have a guy that's been in the league for eleven years. Why'd you look at me? Year, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was good. He was good. He's good. I was just trying to like, people, you know, I was talking. Uh, we got a guy that's been in the league for eleven years. This is his first time in the playoffs, <laughs> and he got in on tiebreakers. Ooh, <laughs> well, that's what happens when you draft Bengals every year. Sorry, Jimbo. Oh, yeah, oh, well, he don't listen. Um, <laughs> Clearly, doesn't listen. <laughs> I literally laid out a strategy how to steal Mike Evans from people, and then went and used it on him, and it worked. <laughs> oh my god, he really did. It's not a lot. That's insane. Oh Brian Hill's the guy that I would try to stash. Um, no, Royce Freeman's the guy that he's been injured. But when he was fully healthy, he was a guy that was vulturing touchdowns. If you're light on running back, which most people are, most teams look like this this year in fantasy football. Average quarterback, one good running back, a bunch of third down backs, and two good receivers, and a shitty tight end. That's what almost everybody's fantasy football team looks like right now. Mm-hmm. So you get a guy like Rice, Fre- Rice Freeman. Rice Freeman. Yes, nailed it. <laughs> um, you get a guy like Rice Freeman who's going to be a red zone option yeah pick him up stash him you're not going to start him anyway but is he any worse than the three guys that are on your bench basically any any running back that has a chance to be on the field should be picked up at this Ro- point. they're, they're rosterable yep. yeah and i was looking at it, cause we don't we don't talk a whole lot about dynasty but that was that was the other place too about this gamemanship a little bit thinking about next year right because now you have two guys that are still valuable going into next year so this week I took a look at my roster, went down. Hey, this guy went on IR. This guy went on IR. So I dropped him my IR spot. Now I'm picking up guys, and I went right over to the rookie list. Said, "What rookies have been playing well in the last few weeks?" Uh, Laird was one of those guys, which made me think about it. You know, so I put in. in for that Laird's one. interesting because he's literally all they have. Like mm-hmm. Balaj IR, IR, Drake is in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other guy got cut. Uh, yes, Walt. Walt like beat up his girlfriend and, and got cut the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Laird is it like yeah. you you want to talk about volume want to talk about snap share you want to talk about touch percentage mm-hmm. like he's going to check all those boxes for you how how effective he's going to be while getting those touches th- that's a that's a different story but like the, the the best the best thing you can hope for right now is the chance for the guy to be on the field and he's got it he's going to be on the field the the only other tailbacks they have are fullbacks <laughs> all they have so when you talk about him I mean he's a guy that probably went in waivers for or in fab for a decent amount of fab money. If at this point, the, 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 the hottest commodities are running back this week, probably Alexander Madison, if he was even available, which in he shouldn't be. most of my leagues he was not. Uh, he's probably been you know one of the backups that's been rostered all year. Which now, be. if you're a Madison owner and not a Cook owner, do you start Madison? I'm going to start Madison in my flex spot this week. If you're not a Cook owner. I'm not talk- I don't give a shit about your team. Nobody does. Not even two people. I'm going to start Madison but in my flex spot this week. That's the if answer. you're not a Dalvin Cook owner. Yes. Okay. That was the answer. <laughs> I just want to fucking stab you. <laughs> Michael. Yes. Do you have what a team I? where you have Madison but not Cook? Yeah. And I'm starting in my flex spot this week. Just get all that, John. <laughs> Don't yes. do it. Don't do it. The first live murder by podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So... Yeah, those are guys that I'm keen on. This, I mean, there, there's some guys that are on the radar. If, if you're in a league with people like me, they're probably not available because I, I pick people up just to screw other people. I mean, I did it this year to spite a guy who was just trying to talk shit, and he was like talking about a guy that he had to drop because of roster requirements. So I went and picked up the guy so he couldn't drop people that were hurt and pick him up. There you go. So I'm very spiteful when it comes to that. I also like to play a little dirty. 
not as dirty as you, but <laughs> championships. Cheater. Look at the pats, man. It's Cheater. not cheating if it's not against the rules. But it was against the rules. Fairy bots. No. Oh, oh I had a give, fantasy give, team. Give me this perceived value. That was value called the Bonds argument. Bombers. Ooh. Because they called me a cheater, and I was like, it ain't cheating if it's not against the rules. Picture of Barry Bonds. <laughs> Trade it there Danny, is. Traded uh, Danny Woodhead for Adam Thielen. Well, no, there's no collusion there. There was no collusion. No collusion. Danny Woodhead for Adam Thielen. There was Thielen. no collusion. Do you have Fake proof? news. Is there proof? Yeah, he lives next door to the guy, and he's the only person that has his number. That's your fucking proof. Fake news. That's your fucking proof. Fake news. They, they, like a set of cans. They're, they're we're about to, we're about about to impeach you know? a president on less, less evidence yeah. than that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm so, so glad that that's a dead topic. Uh, <laughs> was that three years ago? Oh, my God. Still better? You're not, you didn't have to deal with the 24-hour-day phone calls about it, did you? No. No. No, no I did not. <laughs> but we let all trades go through. We had to... Yeah. Oh, you guys don't have a part. review system? We do. Yeah, we do. The three of us. But this is the review system. The three of us. Uh, We're the review. And I'm drunk most of the time. We, so we, we, we vetoed a trade. We vetoed a trade that we should not have vetoed. I don't even remember who the principal uh, was. It was TJ and Anthony. Julio Jones was involved. We vetoed the trade because it looked clearly lopsided. And then the, the person that we thought was lopsided for was really the one that was... Offering it? Getting... He got the better get, players. The, the way it ended up. Yeah. Uh, it ended up opposite of what we thought. And I said after that, I'll never veto another trade unless it's clear conclusion. And um, this one really put that to the test. <laughs> really put that to the test. And if I had to I hear traded, the fucking phrase "proceed value" one more goddamn time, I, traded, I was going to stab you in the for, vocal cords. I traded for a wide receiver that was not being started on the guy's team, and he ended up going off a Thielen, lot. Thielen, right? Adam yeah. Thielen. Wow. Hundred yards. Hundred. That was and not actually. What, what, what he doesn't. Was, what he doesn't tell you is he was also keeper eligible for the following right, season. So I kept him the following season, and I traded him right after all those hundred yard games. So it was awesome. Wow. Good guy. Wow. Good, good guy. Well done. Adam Thielen. Well, that's because... And actually, that came... That, that, sorry. It came down... It, bottle vote came to me stretching. anyway, and I'm the one that was like, I freaking hate Thielen, so he let it go. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I'd rather have Thielen right now on my team. So. Not right now. Well, not right now. It doesn't matter. Not right now. By the way... Coming back does, this week. If he does play this week, don't start him. Don't no. do it. Wait and see what happens this you, week. You start Diggs. Come back, guys. If Thielen plays, start yep. Diggs. Start That's Diggs. What you start Diggs anyway. They should be if, if he's healthy enough to be out there. They should put him out there anyway, just as a um, a decoy, because it'll be great for Diggs if that happens. Is this going to be an interesting game? Because Detroit is Detroit's not terrible be able, though. Their Detroit's, fucking secondary is awful. Detroit's not going to be able to keep up with the you know with Minnesota. So the question right now is a very valid, very valid question: Will they get up to an early lead? Right? Will Detroit be able to keep up with that lead? How are they going to get to that early lead? Is it going to be Dalvin Cook? Is it going to be Kirk Cousins? Like, is Kirk Cousins going to be a viable? I'm not sold. Dalvin Cook's healthy, man. I'm a great. I agree. With you 100%. see him rolling around. You see a grown ass man rolling around crying on the ground. What do you I, think he did? Dislocation. I think he's got a bone bruise. Ugh. And for for a running back, you the two worst spots to have a bone bruise: your shoulder and your thighs. How about the news or that your, Josh Jacobs is playing with a, a fractured shoulder? You see that for the last since week seven? Yeah, we're well, not used to this baseball. <laughs> they said they said baseball yeah, players. I got a nail. <laughs> <laughs> I slept wrong. My neck hurts. They sit you down for three days. Dude, football players are a different breed. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. crazy. Especially the linemen, man. The shit they play through is oh, so crazy. Well, how many guys? How many guys out there have their hands wrapped up because they're well, with broken bones in their uh, hands? What was it? The uh, uh, on Hard Knocks this year, they had the one kid from the Raiders who like. Broke Max, his thumb. Max, uh, Max, uh, fuck, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't remember his name either, but he, he broke his thumb. He, he basically got it wrapped, played the rest of the game, but they're like, okay, so listen, your thumb's kind of 
It's kind of fucked up. Chop so. it off, man. Yeah. They put him on IR. No, he, like it's just no he's playing right now. Is he playing right yeah, now? He's, no, he's they, yeah, the IR Disney return. Maybe? No, he know. played the he played the entire season. Crazy. He played with the club. Yeah. It's football, nuts. man. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah, no, hockey, but no hockey players. <laughs> no, they're not. No. That is also Stitch crazy. me up on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you your next shift, can you go find my tooth? What? Yeah, it's in the corner <laughs> over there somewhere. Yeah, it's my bicuspid. Just, 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 just meanwhile, LeBron's getting carried off the court oh, by five because he has a cramp in his calf. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, um, here we go. Yeah, we're making friends every day here. Yeah. All right. Any other fantasy advice, boys? Start your studs, unless it's a terrible, terrible matchup, and you know you have way better. Like if you have a guy that's you, you know, um, who the, who the Patriots playing this week? Jesus Christ, the Kansas Chiefs. City. The Chiefs. So if if you have to sit Ty Hill, you're only sitting Ty Hill if you're backing up with Mike Evans, uh, you know, Stephen Diggs, and it has to be a ridiculously good. Yeah, you, know, you have to have a ridiculous stack to sit Ty Hill. You mean? I'm considering Cole Beasley against the Ravens. This Cole week. Beasley's been um, great. Over Tyler Lockett. Cole Beasley's one of the most underrated possession and, and PPR receivers around right what now. What are the chances that he has back-to-back 100-yard games like that? Like, you don't need to have back in PPR. You don't need to have the 100 yards. You no. get you just need a touchdown. You get yeah, eight nine touches. catches and a touchdown. That's it. Boom. Thirty yards even. I mean, it's a decent it's a stat line. Nine yeah. catches, thirty yards. You're looking at seven and a half points. You throw a touchdown. It's a thirteen and a half point week out of Cole Beasley. You'll sign up for it. And Allen likes throwing the ball to him, so it's yeah, he does. Safety blanket. No tight end to speak of there. Dawson Knox, eh. I like Knox, but he yeah, but like he's, after the first week, he just yeah. <laughs> he's young. Yeah, he's psycho. Yeah, T- uh, Tyler like Croft it. did not work out for them. That was a weird signing. Yeah, <laughs> Croft was on the Bengals, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Another, uh, he was yeah. backing up Tyler Eifert. Yep. He's from Rutgers. Who Croft? Croft. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Wow. Any final words there, Michael? Um, no, I, I hope that I have uh, that I'm playing next week in. The leagues where it matters. You won't be. So, so too. I, me too, because that would be a lot of fun. Right? <laughs> Whatever. Listen to John. I've been talking shit all year. I'm doing it now. No, I want you to win so this, so he'll be all upset. Oh. Did you score 100 points last week? I'm not saying it's talking shit. Did you score 100 points last week? Yes. So that's I, only just... lost, I only lost by like 20 points, in which case, you know, you're right. If I would have switched my quarterback, yeah. I would have won. So it's yeah. only the second that's time all year you beat a team that scored <laughs> over 100 points. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, I mean, I know we, we kept them kind of out of it because we talked too goddamn much but thanks to ct and manny for making the long trip to uh central jersey yes it does exist home of pork roll for uh taylor ham man taylor ham all right you're never coming back here (laughs) for the for the double up show this week uh hopefully we'll do it again soon uh and uh yeah our heads podcast on twitter and uh wtts pod.com or wherever else you download hit us up later peace